0: welcome back to his and hers movie podcast this is episode number 65 featuring a review of a brand new disney film that's kind of weird to say cruella cruella de vil if she she doesn't kill you then i probably will
1: but you're not saying anything right
0: i'm gonna kill you what what um, my name is JP, one half of your hosting duo, podcasting on this June seventeenth, twenty twenty one. And joining me tonight, as always, is my one and only co-host, except for that time we tried to get Jeremy on, but he declined. Yeah. Uh, Carly, so we're back. We didn't we didn't put off the pod too much. We put it off one day.
1: Yeah which is nothing compared to what we have put it off for
0: <laughs> well what do we like doing
1: putting off pods
0: yeah yeah we like to put off pods
1: yeah i'm not saying we don't like it i'm saying that we just be doing it um but yes we are back we are back and so this one won't be a mega super stupendous pod it'll be just like a just real quick pod
0: yeah i haven't really been watching much if i'm being 100 percent honest um, I've been working a lot of overtime and stuff like that and then I've just been a little bit lazy, not really feeling like doing a whole lot. I've been watching a lot of TV. So that's been taking up a lot of my time. Usually when 22 Shots goes on break, well, not usually, but sometimes I like to just kind of take it easy and watch whatever the heck I want. And in this case it's been a lot of TV shows and uh you know easy easy going stuff but i still got the summer series to prep for i still have 1970 to prep for but i just have not really felt motivated to do the 1970 stuff and the summer series i've been whittling away at but i still have like a week to watch the I think final five or six movies for one year and then i have like another um two weeks after that so three total weeks to do the other ones
1: Right, yes. So, in other words, you're a slack hair.
0: Yes, I am a slacker.
1: Well, yes, I haven't watched much either, because same reason, I work, blah blah blah, and, uh... I work at your work sometimes, I work at my work sometimes, (laughs) I make movies on the weekends sometimes, I do a lot of stuff, as you know. Right,
0: let's talk about that. So, um, this past weekend you went and, uh, filmed a bit of a segment for a, it's like a short film, but it's supposedly going to be in an anthology, correct?
1: Yes, um, basically what happened was... Uh, Miss Lacey Liu tagged me in this post of this uh, Madeline Deering and uh, the post was like hey I'm gonna be filming a new short movie like horror slash comedy and I need two more parts and it was for one was for like a goth uh, chick in her 20s and the other was for like a sort of goody two-shoes chick in her 20s and Lacey was like you should audition for this and I was like yay and so I sent in an audition tape which the way I did that, because I was like very eager, I could have just got a friend to do this, but I was eager to send it in. So I literally used my work phone, and I found a scene in the script, because she sent me the script over email, the director, and I read um, read all the lines of the other characters. So I would be like, it would be like, hey, Sophie writes and then I would pause and then it would be the line that I'm supposed to say and then I would say the next person's line and then I played that and then I just filled in the lines and I acted and I sent that in and um she said that they picked me over two other people which was cool because um that made me feel good that I was because first movie I did was kind of just like a last minute like yeah come on we don't even know if you have any talent or not but uh this one it's like you actually had to audition so that was pretty neat but um sent that in and then they were like yeah we're gonna shoot on the weekend uh which was this past weekend and it was supposed to be saturday and sunday um we started filming on saturday but unfortunately their the camera battery was dying and then their backup camera battery wasn't working for some reason so they're like we'll just finish on sunday and we were going to finish on Sunday anyway to put in the actual gore scenes and everything. But uh it was supposed to rain all day Sunday. So we have to finish it now tentatively next weekend. Um, so hopefully that works out. But yeah, it's a short, a little short horror comedy. And it's going to be within an anthology that has, I believe they said two other shorts and a wraparound. So, and it already has like distribution and everything, which I forget. Like where it's from and everything like that, and who the other directors are, because I suck. But
0: is it like self-distributed?
1: Diff- I don't know what that means.
0: Like, are they distributing it themselves?
1: Like the director?
0: Yeah, cause like, didn't didn't you ha- d di- didn't she do another film that you?
1: Yes, but that was one that um she hasn't... Like, this one actually has, like, legit distribution. And I guess that other film, they got it... They put it on DVD and everything and, like, gave it a cover and stuff like that. But it didn't take off yet and get, like, actual distribution for, like, stores and whatnot. That's just, like... She got, like, copies made for her... You know what I mean? And, like, gave it to us and stuff.
0: Right. Well, who's distributing this?
1: As I just said, I don't remember because I suck. <laughs> You j- I just said I don't know. Stop um, asking me. I look stupid.
0: Well, I'm sorry. Why are you so hostile towards me lately?
1: I'm not hostile because you're not. I get hostile when I just say something and then you don't listen and then go on to ask me something I just said.
0: Like I on imagine, it's, it, is it like um? It got to be one of like that. Like I can't imagine anybody putting out because this is shot on video. You didn't mention that.
1: I was going to mention that. Yes, it's shot on video and it's not fake or shot on video. Like they actually have a camera, you know, an actual shot on video camera. So it's not, cause some people make fake authentic shot on or, you know, they try to make it look authentic and they do the editing afterwards, but this one's actually shot on video. So it's pretty cool. Cause it actually looks like old and everything, but.
0: Like, like video.
1: Yes, old video, yes.
0: <laughs> just video it doesn't have to be old video it,
1: it, it i mean it looks like date like it looks like it's from the 90s or something
0: it looks like video do you know what it shot on like video is
1: yeah i know shot on video is <laughs> it's freaking i'm saying it looks like because it's like set in the 90s too like or 2000 early 2000s or whatever like the movie is actually set in older times so just saying <laughs> you're
0: getting so mad i'm just trying to like talk to you
1: no you're trying to make me look dumb like always <laughs> you're asking me who distribute the movie i told you i forget i'll get back to you on the next show and tell you and i'll tell you the other directors doing the other shorts too because i like was told that unless you wanted me to freaking message them right now and freaking ask
0: is there nudity in this movie
1: no there's not
0: okay cause we'll why just saying because i just was curious if you're like flashing your boobs or not
1: no buddy i just started making moves i'm not gonna do that yet
0: <laughs> yet
1: but that's when i start get, yeah that's when I made it in life that i'll start doing that but until then well I, I feel
0: like most people start by showing their boobs and then they make it and they don't have to anymore
1: no sometimes they don't make it and they just show their boobs and then it's like oh i showed my <laughs> boobs and no one so saw is this the something
0: boobs. is this something that you're gonna keep pursuing like are you
1: i would like to i mean i feel like um this crew people's really nice and if they like me like i could probably stick on and because they already have like another actually a bad shark movie lined up um directors very into bad shark movies and uh it's Go. like called it's like a bathtub shark attack type movie that they have lined up and i think that's funny but you would you probably know,
0: have to get naked for that one
1: no i wouldn't
0: um yeah i mean that's pretty cool uh you know i I like the you know I, i think that it would be fun to to shoot stuff even if it's you know you know little no budget shot on video stuff i mean that's somewhere to start i know our friend rebecca does a lot of stuff like that
1: yes and rebecca actually does a podcast with uh this madeline which is just a quinky dink um they do a, a, that's the podcast that Joe Bob uh, gave that Won the Sir,
0: Sir Silver Bolo Award?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's SOVs. wait, SOBs who like SOVs?
0: <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I dig, I, I like some shot on video stuff. Obviously, a lot of it's crappy too, but it has a, it, it, it's like an acquired taste. Like some people like it, some people don't. I feel like you need to watch some shot on video movies, so you're a little educated on it.
1: Well, I watched um, the first move that this director has made, which I'll talk about briefly. And then I also have watched Dark Harvest, so I think I know everything.
0: <laughs> um, Dark Harvest is like one of the... Like when I first seen it, I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. But then like I watched it again and I was like, God, oh, this kind of sucks um beyond the seventh door is fun that's a anthology shot on video film that was considered lost i'm actually staring at it right now um from intervision intervision puts out a lot of shot on video stuff um the dark harvest is one of those yeah um beyond the seventh door is a 80s canadian anthology film uh that was like either not released or only had that that little vhs release back in the day um but it, it it got put out uh i don't know probably like five years ago by intervision from 1987 and it's a it's a pretty fun one i think it's one of the better ones of course video violence one and two is um that one's a pretty good shot on video film um wood chipper massacre uh i've seen that one cannibal camp out thick as one there's a there's a handful okay ones um but yeah so that's pretty exciting proud of you for putting yourself out there how do you think you are as an actress i'm sure that it's like cheesy right like it's intentionally cheesy because it's shot on video
1: yeah it's definitely uh not like, that other movie I did, which that one actually just wrapped up finally about a week ago, um, like, officially, they got everything done, and they, she posted that she was going to be editing that one together, and, like, posting scenes as she does it, because there's like a private group that we have for that movie, which is called Cold-Blooded, so hopefully, you know, that one can, they said they were distrib- they were trying to get that one into, you know, the indie film festivals and whatnot, so hopefully that one can take off a little bit, but... That one was more serious. Uh, this one is like... It's it's very comedic and silly. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to film it so far because of that. Uh, you know, the director and everyone's like cool with ad-libbing. So I had a moment where I did a lot of that. Which I usually wouldn't even do that. But they kept on rolling. So I was like, okay, I shall just keep on talking. But as an actor, I think I think I'm okay. I feel like, you know... I, tr- I I feel like I'm better than I was back when I tried to audition for high school plays and completely bombed at it and just got the role of, like, blind girl number seven and the freaking, what was seven it? Seven
0: blind girl? Jeez.
1: No, no. not Number five, buddy. Whatever. And the, what, what play was that?
0: Blind was, girls.
1: No, wait. It was something. I feel so stupid. What was it? Helen Keller. Oh. <laughs> it was Helen Keller. Yeah, it was the Helen Keller play. The Miracle mm. Worker. Whatever. Anyway. So yeah, I used to tank at those, but I find now if all you have to do is act natural and not be too overdramatic and try to say the lines like you're actually in the moment and I've Just gotten better at Just say it about,
0: like you would, like, like I'm actually that's doing That's something it. you would, would say.
1: Yeah, exactly. So.
0: I feel like all that advice is stuff that I gave you.
1: No, buddy. No, it's not. It <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> sounded exactly what I told you to do
1: nobody actually i didn't i don't think you ever talked to me once well, um
0: the, the reason that like I, I i feel like i would be like okay at acting um depending on like my headspace uh and the reason why is because we used to like film skits when i was younger you know what i mean like me and my friends and stuff like particularly martin yeah and he would always like direct them and i would more or less like do the the acting stuff he would too um but you know it was just like it was fun and i feel like i at a certain point like the more comfortable i was realized that like oh i just need to say this like i was really saying it like you know yeah. what i mean like not think about it just naturally talk like have a conversation or whatever but um, I also think that, like, if I was nervous, it would, I would, it would be harder to do that.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is, like, it, it's, like, harder when you get, like, when I was doing the audition, I kept, you know, I screwed up a few times, so I just, like, deleted it and did one until it seemed good, so it is a little scary when you're actually doing it with people watching you and stuff, but, uh, once you get the hang of it and get into it, it's a lot of fun, and I... That's the one thing. I've been having fun doing it, so that's kind of why I would like to continue doing it in the future, too, if I get the opportunity.
0: Plus, you get to meet new people that are, you know, typically in this genre, especially the no-budget films. You meet people who have similar interests, and that's always fun because we could always use more friends. They like the same stuff that we like.
1: Yeah. Yes like it's cool i mean yeah, it's cool i'm like going over to these people's apartments and i'm just sitting there and i'm like i'm in some random person's apartment that i just met today so <laughs> it's like and that's something i would have never done before but everyone's like super nice and cool and uh her apartment was really cool it was um i told you like she had like a bunch of movies and you know it looked like our place or something so it's cool when you meet someone in real life that also has their place all decked out with like horror movies and figures and VHS like there was a VHS <laughs> player and an old TV and stuff and just all that cool stuff and uh they live out in like Pittsburgh area these people all live kind of closer to Pittsburgh that are in the film so
0: Yeah, there's a pretty big film scene in Pittsburgh area so makes sense. Yeah. I mean, even when we would go to the Hollywood Theater, like even the types of people that were there, you could tell they were all locals and we're like just into cinema and horror cinema and stuff, which is pretty cool. And when we go to like, you know, the horror drive ins and stuff, like you could tell most of those people are from the area. Except for that yeah. one guy from New Jersey who comes every year and always parks in the same place and talk to us once or twice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean it, it's it's cool. Um I'm happy for you that you're getting to do something and if you decide to pursue it further and you know you're going to get better at it and stuff like that and if you just kind of want to do it a few times and stop that's cool too I think it's pretty cool though
1: yes I shall get famous and then um I plan on just kind of forgetting about you and moving on with my life
0: Oh, well, I've planned on if you get famous, then I could just quit my job and you can take care of me my whole life.
1: Right. I know that's your plan and that's why I'm just going to get famous. You're going to become <laughs> Jay who and I'm going to leave.
0: Dude, whatever. Um, Anyway, I got a new mic stand. It's pretty cool. By the way, you know, off topic, but I'm not recording. So hopefully yours goes through.
1: Yeah, I'm recording. Why aren't you recording? i forgot (laughs) buddy
0: i've been been recording but okay good yeah me too um so besides that anything uh else you want to get off your chest uh
1: what what shall i get off my chest is there a thing that's on my chest that i need to get off um i don't i don't really think i have anything on my chest buddy (laughs) Oh, God, there's uh, a spider on my chest. Uh. Okay, now, go on. You're lying. Yeah, I am. If, I, if there was a spider. Dude, you guys are so lame on that Dave Z post being like, Ugh, I'm not going to kill the spider. Bullshit. He killed a spider from you before. You
0: can You No, know when?
1: You slayed a smite. Remember that one time you were over at my old apartment where I would get those giant spiders and you had to kill it because you were scared because it was really big? No. Yeah, yeah, it happened, and you definitely didn't. But you like, also, I was going
0: to say, you can even attest to the fact that if there's usually bugs, I put them outside.
1: Usually, but I'm just saying that you slain a spider, and I'm also just saying, like, everyone acts like they're such good people, and it's like, spiders have, like, everywhere in the world that they can be it's the same thing as, like, birds. Like, you always say, like, if you hit a bird, that's natural selection because that bird is stupid and it can fly. Like, that's the only being that can fly and yet it's getting massacred by a car. It deserves it. Like, a spider deserves to be smashed because it knows it's ugly and it's in my house. Go outside.
0: Okay, dude.
1: What? What? Okay. Okay?
0: Yeah. Why
1: are you so upset
0: I'm not upset.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I was just being funny, so I guess we shall move on now. (laughs)
0: Um, okay, I think that... I don't think I have... Oh, I recorded a DVD slash Blu-ray slash 4K update last night, so check that out if you want to. Um, picked up a lot of stuff. There's a lot, a lot of stuff in there. Okay, dude. (laughs) All right, well, um... I guess let's move on here to the What We Watch segment. And I can tell you right now, mine is very small.
1: Mine's not too big either.
0: All right. Well, I guess you can go first.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, So first up, um, I, you know, I've been trying to prep for the summer series. And I'm pretty much almost done, so that's cool. But first up, I watched Terrified from 2017, uh, and that's a movie I think we reviewed on Netflix and Chill actually back in the Disney day. Yep. And And uh, that's you can find that on Shutter. Um, and it's kind of like a weird, almost like anthology type movie, but it's like told in a weird way. It t- I remember it took me like two watches to even understand like what was can happening. Can you there.
0: Uh, tell those cars to like settle down?
1: I, I can't help it, and I'm like, you're not even recording, so it's not like you have to, or whatever. Anyway, um, so, yeah, Terrified, uh, it's a pretty creepy film, I will say, um, it's got, especially at the beginning, there's a lot of creepy moments, and, um, it's, you know, spooktacular. Um, is it my favorite, though? I di- not really, I didn't like it as much as a lot of other people did, but I still think it's, um, a spooky watch, um. Cause I'd watched Satan's Slaves, a while back too, and Dave brought up. He said that would make a good double feature with Terrified, and I'm like, yes, because they're two spooky movies. Um, so yeah, Terrified though, it's pretty cool uh, on Shutter. If you have not watched it, watch it. Then after yeah, that,
0: yeah, I-, I, I, I'm, I'm not like super into that one like some people are. Yeah. Like I thought it was scary, and I was like, oh, that was pretty good. But like some people love it, like it's the best things in sliced bread, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um... But yeah, after that, I watched Cheerleader Camp from 1988, and I'm not going to go too much into this, as it will be, uh, Slumber Party Massacre's next review, but you know, it is a slasher, surprisingly, from the late 80s, and, uh, it takes place, obviously, at a cheerleading camp, and it's got, uh jill tuck in it from saw uh which is very the whole time
0: Tuck from saw yeah who's that
1: jigsaw's wife mm. that's not the actress that's the name of the character in saw i don't know the actress's name
0: i don't J- even remember did he have a wife in the first one
1: okay saw two three but <laughs> are you serious are you joking is that well, a joke
0: no i i don't know who that i can't picture the actress
1: She's blonde hair she was pregnant and got you smashed. are hostile what oh
0: yeah that girl yeah i can't remember her face but i know who you're talking about now
1: okay yeah well she plays in this movie which is kind of random uh well you pregnant.
0: said saw so i was thinking saw one
1: I just mean, like, from Saw, like, this, this freaking series.
0: Why are you so mad tonight? I'm
1: kind of annoyed that I made a spider joke and you, like, were sad about it.
0: I was reading something. I didn't even hear your joke.
1: Are you serious? Like, I just, that's what's annoying. <laughs> that's why I'm mad. Like, pay attention to me during our podcast. There's two of us. I can see if there's, like, ten of us. No, not ten, but no, you know, like-,
0: like. I was reading something that I was going to bring up, but then I didn't. So, get over it
1: okay well like i'm just saying acknowledge what i say anyway okay so i'm not going to talk about this movie because we're going to review it on that show but um, there's a
0: cheerleader camp yes is that the one with the girl doing the like jump in the air with the skull and the pom-poms
1: yeah that's like the trailer and it's the cover i believe yeah mm-hmm. i
0: never i've never actually seen that one
1: yeah i hadn't either how was it It was fun. It's kind of weird. Like I was saying, it's like from 1988, which is kind of weird because it feels like from the early 80s when all those big slashers were coming out, and it's not like it even like it actually feels like an early 80s film, just the whole vibe of it. Maybe it was. uh, You know, it feels like it's like too late, like several years too late. But at the same time, it was it was a fun movie. I liked it. But.
0: Leaf Garrett said.
1: Yeah. After that. I watched. One Cut of the Dead from 2017. One Cut of the Dead is a move that um, I thought was pretty cool when I first watched it. Um, It's got a very neat twist in it, Um, so it's unique in its storytelling and it almost kind of makes people question if it's even really a horror movie in that aspect. and I thought it was cool. Um, however, I feel like it's one of those ones where you watch it again and it's like, okay, I already know what happens and everything, and it's not as cool the second time around. Um, still think it's a good movie. Still think it's a fun concept, um, unique concept. But um, you know, just the second time around watching it this time, I wasn't as into it as the initial watch. Which one? Watched. One Cut of the Dead.
0: Oh, I never watched that one. Oh, you didn't. That one's long, isn't it like two plus hours. No. No.
1: It's like a no. It's like short. It's like an hour and forty maybe. Oh. Or thirty. So, yeah, it's not long.
0: That's why it's, I always thought it was really long. That's why I didn't watch it.
1: No, buddy. It's like that zombie like movie on the Shutter.
0: I know Joe Bob showed it one night.
1: Oh yeah. All right, well, after that, I watched Runny or Not from 2019. Uh, we had a lot of fun watching this in the theater when it came out. Uh,
0: be prepared, because I'm pretty sure Dave Parker is a hater of that
1: one. Oh, for real?
0: I don't think he hates it. I just don't think he really feels like he sees it as a very good like everybody else.
1: All right, well, I don't have to be prepared, because he's not on that year with me, so. Oh. <laughs> That's 2019. He's on 2017 um why would you 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 really think dave would be on the year that everyone's talking trash on
0: i didn't know what year it was from
1: oh yeah 2019 buddy we just saw it um but yes ready or not i think it's a fun good old film uh it's we had a blast with it and i still had a fun time with it this time around um i don't know
0: if i had a blast with it i liked it but i feel like you had more of a blast
1: we had a lot of fun with it i thought we had a good memory <laughs> with it but okay um it's a good meaning. why are
0: you so mad
1: you're making me mad like, i'm what not you,
0: i'm not doing anything you're wrong.
1: perfect you know exactly what you're doing, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's
0: doing just made. that's
1: your laugh that's what i hate it like i can hear it revving up put <laughs> it no but right okay dude ready or not it's good and you hated it i had a good time though no
0: i didn't hate it i liked it i gave it an eight
1: okay cool um after that and last for my movies is the movie i talked about earlier which is spirit animal which is that madeline deering's first film uh and it was you know a full length film um i don't even know i don't know what the runtime was on it exactly it's not listed online or on the dvd cover that she gave me i don't think so but it wasn't too long um, but yes it's called spirit animal 2019 and it's a shot on video move of course and uh it's basically kind of opens up with these kids at a campsite and the camp counselors saying they all have a spirit animal and then this one kid's like, this is some bullshit. We can have multiple. And then one thing leads to another. Camp counselor gets killed by an animal. And it says it's a spirit animal. And then uh, the movie kind of goes on. I think it's like thirty, twenty 20 or 30 years later. Um, this group of teenagers go out to a cabin for, uh, what is it? New Year's New Year's Eve. They go out to a cabin to you know do teenager things and they start getting attacked by a bunch of spirit animals and the spirit animals are literally just (laughs) like a dude wearing different masks um of animals and killing them um and honestly my honest opinion i had a pretty fun time with it um a lot of nods to other horror movies in this like you know tiny little nods uh One being at the end, it comes up saying you've been watching Spirit Animal, like Dario Argento would do in his movies. And uh, some other little things in there, too. There's like a Carrie nod and a Sleepaway Camp, several Sleepaway Camp nods. And I thought that was cool. And like, uh aha, I see what you did there. Um, Thought it was shot pretty well. And, you know, they did get a location. Um, They rented a cabin. And apparently they rented this cabin and originally the movie was supposed to be shot in like a big cabin but it was actually like whatever they could afford was like this crappy little cabin that could pretty much fit like two people in it barely so they kind of just made a joke of it in the movie so so it worked out for that they kind of just changed the script a little bit and I thought that was funny um you know the performances um the acting's like okay in some parts um Some of it, obviously, it's very cheesy and over-the-top, so some of it comes off as not that great, but like I said, it's just a fun time, and it's meant to be cheesy, so I dig that. Um, the gore, I think they do really, they have a really good, uh, blood, like, coloring. There's one specific guy that does the, like, blood effects and everything, and, uh, they have, like, a good color for the blood that I thought was pretty good, and, um overall like the effects are pretty solid in it so there is that um and the story gets to the point you know some of these like lower budget films I feel like they go on for way too long and there's so much stuff that could be cut out but this one kind of gets right into it and people are getting killed and it's got comedic moments in it as well a lot of puns are being made throughout it that are funny. And they actually, I told you this, they got the guy from Killer Nerd, uh, the lead actor in that, to do like a voice role in the film. So I thought that was kind of neat. But overall, I thought it was solid. I thought it was better than some other low-budget movies I've seen. And I think the shot on video actually kind of helps it with that, because it's like supposed to look like that, as opposed to some of these horrible filmmakers who just... Make movies on their iPhone. And they don't put any effort in. This one feels like it has some heart to it. So I appreciate that. Is that it? Yes. That's it.
0: Okay. Um, Me. I only watched three films. Uh, The first one was 101 Dalmatians. Which we watched together. Because you had never seen it. And we just watched Cruella. And yeah. It's uh, about a dude who marries a woman. They both have dogs. named party and pongo it's set in like london and essentially uh there's this evil woman named carilla deville and she steals these uh puppies uh because the the two dogs have puppies they have 15 puppies and she steals them because she wants to make a damn coat out of them which mm-hmm. is pretty horrific which you would probably not see in a children's film today and it's up to the other dogs to find them and rescue them from Corella Deville and her lackeys Jasper and Horace. And uh, really cool animation, some sort of uh, ground-breaking animation techniques in that one as well. I remember watching a little documentary on it. But uh, what did you think of One Hundred and One Dalmatians?
1: I liked it, and it was. It's funny because sometimes I say, "Oh, I've never seen that movie." And then it turns out, like, oh, yeah, of course I saw this when I was, like, five. But I actually think I have never seen any of 101 Dalmatians, like, at all. So, I mean, obviously I know, like, clips and whatnot. But, like, I don't think i ever sat down and watched that as a kid. Because none of it was familiar to me. So, it's kind of interesting. But um I enjoyed the movie. I like the little Cruella de Bill song. And I like the animation. And I like the puppies. I like those little mm-hmm. puppies. They're all like weird dogs and some of them like to eat a lot and some of them are fat and some of them are like spotted and they all have their unique personalities. And Cruella is scary and evil and all like, I shall skin these dogs. I don't care how it is done. I shall drown them and all that. And like mm-hmm. you said, you, you were like, you were like, you can't say that you're going to kill dogs as many times in a row in a movie today. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So in a kid's um, movie, that is. But yeah, I dug it. I
0: enjoyed it Mhm. Um and then for 2018 summer series we both watched Thumbad. Um or Tumbad with uh it's an it's we watched it together. It's an Indian film. Uh it essentially deals with Indian mythology about this like goddess who um essentially had a lot of m- all the wealth in the world and all the bread in the world. And this one of her sons I believe Hester um, wanted to steal it but he couldn't steal both things so he had to steal the thing the gold but he couldn't steal the bread too Um, it's a cool mythology and uh, it essentially falls it's about greed and it essentially follows this guy who is sort of a kid when he's introduced the legend because his great-grandmother or his grandmother has been cursed by the legend and it's really scary. And then he figures out a way to basically uh, steal the gold. And yeah, that's the movie. What did you think?
1: Um, I did not really care for it too much. <laughs> I'm not going to front. I shall not front. Not a front to be had. Um, I just, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't into it, really. Um, You were all into it. I was not into it. And I just don't like movies that are set in, I guess, wherever this was, India. Nor do I like movies that are set in old times. Nor do I like movies that don't. To me, it didn't really feel like a whore hair movie. It felt like it had some creepy, like, did up things in it but then it uh, it wasn't scary to me. JP thought it was scary, but I don't know. I did not. <laughs> did you really just BRB me and make me talk about Tumbad? Like that was the worst time to BRB me.
0: Yeah, I my computer was literally about to die.
1: Yeah, well like that was like you, you you're like take it away on Tumbad. Like I can't there's nothing I can really say much. <laughs> no, it's um
0: it's a really good movie, I think. I I, I like the music. It's very cultural um the acting is really good the monsters are pretty cool and well designed um the mythology itself is really neat as well i think that's one of the strong points about it it's a pretty good movie okay and after that my last one i watched taste the blood of dracula from 1970 this is one of two dracula hammer films to come out in 1970 which is uh the other one is Scars of Dracula I believe and I started watching Scars of Dracula and then I was like wait a minute I was like I forgot that all these Hammer movies have like continuity um like a little bit of continuity at least and I was like well I like I should watch Taste the Blood of Dracula since it came out right before it and also the same year so I decided to order Taste the Blood of Dracula on blu-ray checked it out and uh yeah this one is actually and i had actually seen the one before this too i think which is um dracula has risen from the grave from 1968 and uh yeah so which is probably my favorite that i've seen i've only seen like four of them um but anyway it basically follows um it opens up with the end of dracula's risen from the grave i believe like kind of the end where this guy sees Dracula get killed and finds his like blood powder (laughs) because he turns into like a misty powder of blood and his like amulet and he essentially takes that stuff. Later on um, there is like sort of this like cult guy and he meets these three gentlemen who are all like you know very distinguished and are looking for excitement at the brothels and stuff like that and bored with their lives and he convinces them to come do this ceremony um where they drink the blood of dracula so quite literally taste the blood of dracula um and this sort of like reincarnates dracula it's kind of done in a little bit of a weird way like i thought that i thought that the guy would just turn into dracula but it's like not really um and the three people like bounce out of there because they're like, holy crap, you know, we're in over our heads. They were kind of like pussies, essentially, and just acted like they were badass and would be into s- s- cult ceremonies and stuff. <laughs> and then Dracula's all mad because they killed the guy that like reincarnated him. But that's the only—I feel like that's a kind of a crappy motive because it's like, why would he even care? He's Dracula, you know. Like, what? I don't think he cares about his servants or whatever. Um and he didn't even know that guy. So, that's kind of weird, but then the, one of the three gentlemen that he's after has a daughter and he's like a really big prick to her and won't let her go out and stuff like that. Um it's pretty good. I I, I enjoyed it. Um it's uh it's a uh, it's a good vampire flick, good Hammer flick. Christopher Lee, of course, as good old Dracula. Um Ralph Bates is in it as sort of the uh guy who awakens Dracula. And he, I just watched him in Horror of Frankenstein, as he plays Victor Frankenstein, and I thought he was really good in there. I think he gets kind of a little bit of hate, but I, I kind of like him as an actor. So yeah, that's uh, Taste the Blood of Dracula, 1970. Pretty, pretty good move.
1: Yeah, sounds great, buddy.
0: All right, and the last and final move that we're gonna talk about our featured review is Cruella from 2020 so 2021 sorry so first of all like what did you have any expectations going in this was is this something that you even wanted to watch because i kind of suggested we watch it is it something you were like looking forward to is it something you would have not watched if it weren't for me like what's up
1: i probably wouldn't have watched it if it weren't for you just because obviously I didn't see 101 Dalmatians so it's not like I'm like oh yay an origin story of Cruella this is what I've been waiting for but by the trailer I thought it looked um pretty interesting honestly so I wasn't opposed to watching it buddy yep yes um I wasn't opposed to watching it uh as I would be with, like, a new Star Wars move or a new, <laughs> uh, what else, stupid move that you make me watch move. Um, Star Wars, that's a good example. Um, those I don't feel like watching, and I hate when a new one comes out because you make me watch it. But this one, I, I thought this one looked pretty good. I just kind of thought, like, yeah, you know, I'm not really into Disney, though, and I don't really know the story to begin with. So, I was kind of, like, you know, lukewarm going into it, but I had hopes for it because i saw a lot of people giving it pretty stellar reviews before we got around to seeing it so um so uh
0: what's the plot synopsis on that film
1: really long okay it says in 1970s london amidst the punk rock revolution a young grit rifter named Estella is determined to make a name for herself with her designs. She befriends a pair of young thieves who appreciate her appetite for mischief and together they are able to build a life for themselves on the London streets. Actually, it's like in a, a place but whatever. One day, Estella's flair for fashion catches the eye of the Baroness Von Hellman, a fashion legend who is devastatingly chic and terrifyingly hot. Hot. Is that how you say that? Whatever. But the relationship Sets in motion, of course, of events and revelations that will cause Estella to embrace her wicked side and become the racious, racious, fashionable and revenge bent crew, Ella.
0: Yeah, so um, I thought this was sort of an interesting little origin story. We get it in traditional origin story fashion, it's sort of a tragic origin story where you know, we can't just have somebody being bad that's the main character, right? We have to we have to sympathize with them and understand why they became bad because if we don't, then it's like we're invested in a bad person, mm-hmm. especially in mainstream movies, especially in Disney. Like, you can't just be like, nope, this person's just an evil prick who I- I- essentially murders puppies, you know? right yes i think that's also why people don't like the rob zombie remake of halloween because that's essentially what they do with michael myers they make it understandable why he snapped kinda Mm Mhm. but at the same time with michael myers i do think like that kid had something wrong with him regardless
1: yeah (laughs) yes definitely but I don't know i've never been I've never minded this type of story. I think it's cool, so screw people
0: but right um so it starts off early with Carilla and her mom, and her mom dies tragically and then she's left on the streets and she befriends Jasper and Horace, who are these little thugs um hoodlums thieves, and they sort of befriend and then it flashes forward to probably her teens or early 20s
1: i would say early 20s bunny all
0: right and she has a love for pa- uh, fashion a passion for fashion and she essentially is uh obsessed with the, this one leader in the fashion industry uh i forget her name you said it earlier uh
1: the baroness van yeah, helman or something helman
0: the Baroness yeah and she um she ends up working for her but then she finds out that that woman may have had something to do with her mother's death so she sort of plots her revenge a little bit well first she essentially just wants this amulet back that belonged to her mother uh but then she begins to sort of get the idea to completely dethrone this fashion leader And essentially just sabotage everything she does and just outdo her. And she has a little bit of a leg up on her because she works for her. So she can see what's going on. And uh, she transforms into Cruella. And she basically um, has like an alter ego. And that's kind of the plot. Yep. So what did you think of Cruella?
1: I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought Emma Stone was great as the lead, which Emma Stone, Samara Weaving, and Margot Robbie are all the same person. changed my mind. Um, (laughs) But, no, uh, yeah, I thought thought it was really solid. Um, Like I said, I thought she was good as the lead. I like how you have, uh, especially after seeing 101 Dalmatians and understanding, I like how you have the origin of the... The other two guys that she runs around with, like the thieves and stuff, and yeah,
0: they change it up a bit, definitely, I mean, yeah, they like the one almost seems like a love interest to her,
1: yeah, a little yeah,
0: where but, the um, other one where in hundred one Dalmatians she's more of... I, I get the sense that she's like more of an older lady in hundred one Dalmatians too, oh yeah, like she's probably the age of the baroness in this one, yeah, um, but there's definitely a lot of changes that kind of make 101 dalmatians not really work but at the same time it's like fine it's whatever
1: yes um i like the uh just the look of the film too and i like the whole i guess wherever they're staying like that attic or whatever that is that they kind of make as their home i like how you see it evolve it kind of they have a lot of stuff going on there it looks a little nicer than my apartment to be honest right yeah yeah I, I, I just like seeing stuff like that like this is what, how much they've done over time um
0: yeah the 70s aesthetic is outstanding the wardrobes like even the dresses and the fashion stuff is like really really top notch and it really does goes a long way for setting up the world that it's in and like reinforcing the story like you believe okay this like you believe the fashion sense is real like you believe that she's very talented at this
1: yes and i think it's fun it's got a few funny moments too i like how over the top the uh baroness is she's like time for my nine minute power nap yeah And she just like lays down in her full like thing of clothes and puts cucumbers on her eyes i like i I, th- I find stuff like that funny yeah and the cucumber
0: slices the are all like stylized and like cut <laughs> cool
1: yeah and she and then earlier in the movie she's all like estella get my lunch and she's like i would like a salad with like no lettuce and this type of dressing and it's like all this crazy intricate stuff and i was like i would be so scared if my boss asked me for all that (laughs) because i would have it so wrong but
0: oh yeah you would
1: oh because i'm afraid to ask for it
0: I'll be like, "Get me get me this burrito with no beans." And you'll come back and it'll be like, "You said a burrito with extra beans, right?" <laughs> yeah. You suck.
1: Yeah, I suck. Um <laughs> No, but Okay, uh, the only thing with the move is I did feel it ran a little bit long, and there was a point where I thought it was over, and then it wasn't over, and then I was like, okay, I feel like I'm kind of, I feel like it could have been over there. But, I mean, once it did wrap up, though, I still liked it. I still thought it had a solid ending, but I just, I felt like it was a little bit too long. Like, it felt like they just added more onto it when they didn't really need to, but, like, it still had a good ending, so I'm not complaining about that. hmm know
0: what i mean yeah i mean i could see where you're coming from with that because i did feel like it was i felt like it was going to end like three times but yeah i did when it finally got to the actual ending i liked it so i was like okay that at least was worth it um it definitely has a big feel of joker i know that some people said that it's like the female pg-13 version of joker which I could definitely see that it sort of has that like strong anti-hero like I'm going to light the world on fire just to watch it burn type thing going on there which I do like and I will back you up on the aesthetic like the 70s punk revolution uh London is like really cool and they do a good job with it uh like all the set pieces all the um furniture like everything just has a really cool aesthetic that makes you really feel like you're in the world and i really like that about it yes 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 Yes. and also i just thought the story was really good i think it has a really good story it's a good origin story for Cruella. and
1: one thing that was weren't the dogs like cg like the some
0: she? sometimes yeah yeah some kind of, of them i think i think there were times where they were real but yeah there was definitely even her little dog was cg mm-hmm
1: yeah that kind of like it just that I, I hate seeing that but whatever it's not a huge thing it was just kind of like I, I understand they were trying to make mean looking dogs but whatever mm-hmm. but yeah overall I enjoyed it I had a good time with this one
0: yeah it actually surprisingly was like one of my favorite watches of the year which is yeah. very surprising Yeah. I think it's the best Disney movie, movie I've seen in a very very long time
1: yeah I it didn't would...
0: feel um like handcuffed Right, like a lot of disney movies they feel like they're handcuffed to disney mm-hmm. and there's like not a lot of creative freedom and it's very by the numbers this one felt like edgy like it felt like it was like cuz there is some like you know very adult things in it too and honestly i feel like the movie itself is not a kids movie like it didn't feel like it would translate to kids very well at all i
1: say that this is one's where i put myself in the mind of if i was maybe eight years old going to see this I would probably be bored by it and not understand a lot of the stuff and just be like where are the dogs at or something you know
0: yeah and also like when it comes to movies like that like typically when they're in a like more adult geared and Disney there'll still be like every like 10-15 minutes there'll be something that kids will enjoy just to keep them entertained and interested I don't think there's that in this at all
1: Mm mm-hmm i would agree i felt like it started out when you have like the scenes of her younger and everything i felt like that felt more kiddish and then once you get into the adult stuff it's just like full-blown whatever
0: so anyway uh so what are you gonna go ahead and rate this bad boy
1: um i gave this bad john an 8.5 out of 10
0: um i also gave it an 8.5 out of 10 so with that said i guess that'll wrap up our episode number 65 don't know what we're gonna do next week but we will see you guys then thanks for listening and peace out bye